When you are new to Teachers Pay Teachers or online business in general, it can be really hard to know where to focus and what to do. It's kind of a weird thing that maybe no one you know actually does. And so you don't really know where to turn or what to do. If you are in the boat, then today I wanna to share the number one thing that has helped my online business and Teachers Pay Teachers store to become what it is today. So if you are interested in that, then let's hop right on in. All right, so I typically do videos that are very specific, like step one, step two, step three, kind of like that. This is a little more general. So what we're gonna do is I'm gonna tell you the number one thing that helps my business, a couple of reasons why that's helped. And then at the end, I will give you like, here are very specific tactical things that you can do in order to implement this into your business and hopefully make it work. Because my goal, y'all, is that your businesses do really well and that you make way more money than I have faster than I have because you actually have some idea of what the heck you're doing. Unlike me that I was like, I don't know, doing throwing spaghetti at the wall and seeing what sticks. So the number one thing that has helped my business and changed my TPT store and made my online everything work is from the get go, I treated it like a business. And if you talk to any other Teachers Pay Teachers authors, they will tell you the same thing. The number one thing is to treat it like a business. My friends that follow me a lot are very sick of me quoting this, but I'm gonna say it again. Um, Angie Belmar in How to Build a Content Machine said, if you treat it like a hobby, it's gonna pay like a hobby. If you treat it like a business, it's gonna pay like a business. It is the number one thing. Treat it like a business. Even when you're in the early stages, even when it is not coming anywhere close to paying you like a business, even when you're making $7 in a month, like treat it like a business from the get-go because that's gonna help it to grow. Businesses, if you go and look, typically take a few years in order to actually hit that return. So if you are here looking for like a magic secret that's going to help you make a whole bunch of money tomorrow, you're in the wrong place. I will never tell you that you are going to be an overnight success. Never. That's not, no. Some people are. I was not. You probably won't be. But you can be a long-term success because we are playing the long game. So remember, businesses take a while to turn a profit. Like that is normal for it to take about three-ish years, three to five years for a business to turn a profit. Having said that, we're gonna talk about why it is important to treat your business like a business. We're gonna call it a business, your store, your online presence, your Instagram, your YouTube, your whatever you're doing, like a business from the get-go, even when it's not paying you like a business. And then we'll talk about how to actually make that happen. Okay, so number one, why you need to treat your business like a business is you need to take it seriously. If you are treating your business like a hobby, then you'll end up kind of like picking it up and putting it down and picking it up and put it down. I, for example, have a hobby where I play the cello. As you can see, I like music, although these are treble clefs because I am a singer and I sing in the treble clef. Cello plays mostly in bass clef, which kind of makes my head hurt, but it's okay. And I play the cello. It is a hobby. So I don't take myself very seriously. So why I'm bringing that up is because I will say, you know, like, oh, I wanna, you know, make, do this many pieces, but when it comes down to it, I always have that in the back of my mind where I'm like, it doesn't really matter. 
<laughs> you know, like it doesn't really matter whether I get through this whole book this week or if it takes me a year to get through a whole book because it really doesn't matter because it's just for fun, which means that I will kind of pick it up and I'll put it down and I don't take myself seriously, which is fine because it's a hobby. With your business, if you treat it like that though, you're not gonna get better. I've been playing the cello for years. I still stink because I don't take it very seriously and I'm trying to get better and I work at it, but I don't work at it nearly as much as I should because it's a hobby and your girl's got other things going on. So if you are taking your business seriously, that means that you're going to prioritize it so you're not going to do things like I do with my cello where I'm like, oh, well, I would like to play my cello, but I need to vacuum the floor. Or I would like to play my cello, but I need to make a new product. Instead, with my business, I'm like, oh, I need to make a new product so the floor can wait. My cello playing can wait. This can wait. That can wait because I'm taking it seriously from the get-go. So to take it seriously, you want to make sure that you are planning what you're going to do and when you're going to do it. I just filmed an entire video about how to plan for your entire stinking year so make sure you are planning what you want to do and when you're going to do it because that makes the hugest difference and the second thing is that when you take your business seriously and you treat it like a business you're going to take your deadlines seriously i'm going to quote angie belmore again but she has, um, I can't remember where, but in a video, she was talking about how when she was in college, if one of her professors were like, oh, I need you to do this huge project by tomorrow, she would just be like, okay, you know, I'm not going to sleep. I'm not going to do anything, but I'm going to get it done. But when she was working for herself, she didn't have that same sense of urgency because it's like, oh, well, you know, again, like with my cello, nothing's going to happen. But you need to take your deadlines seriously because this is a business. And so if you make a promise to yourself and say, I'm going to make this many products or I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that, then you need to do it and actually do those deadlines that you set for yourself because otherwise you're just going to keep pushing things off and they're never actually going to happen. So treat it like a business, take yourself seriously, plan things out and actually stick to your plan and stick to your deadlines. Of course things happen and crazy things pop up, but as much as you can take yourself seriously and pretend like you are your boss, like you have a boss who is there, who is, you know, telling you you need to do X, Y, and Z. You should take yourself and your deadlines more seriously than your boss's deadlines. Because I guarantee you, if my principal came up to you and was like, Miss Davis, I need you to, you know, have this turned in by tomorrow, I'm going to do everything I can to make that happen. So if it's yourself, you need to do the same thing. I need to do the same thing. I have a video that needs to go up this afternoon. And I was like, ooh, but do I really need to? And then I was like, no, Becca, you're serious. We're serious. Which leads me to number two. And that is that you will make more time for your business when you treat it like a business. Same thing with my cello. I don't, it's not a business. It's not making me money. It's not something I am like working super, super hard on, which means that I don't put that much effort into it. I don't put that much time into it. With your business, you need time in order to make things happen. I'm gonna say that again. You must spend time on your business for your business to grow because you need time in order to create products and market your products and make them look pretty and you know figure out what's working and what's not working and make YouTube videos and blogs and all these things that drive traffic to your products so that they will actually sell and all of these things. Like you need time in order to make these things 
happen. So if you treat your business like a business, you are more inclined to actually set aside time for your business. If somebody was creating like a store, they would be at that store all day every day basically trying to get it off the ground and you don't need to do it all day every day but you do need to put a good bit of effort into your store and your online presence and all of that so that you will make it happen like a business owner you should put time into your business at least every week i would i personally go with every day that might not be feasible to you depending on your schedule but you know if you can say okay i can do an hour monday wednesday and friday at a time and stick to it i actually just recorded a podcast with emily from joyful noise teaching and she made the same comment she said because i treat it like a business she has a brand new baby like just had a baby as she was starting her tpt shop which personally i think is super stressful but you know whatever um and so she said because she treats it like a business and has from the get-go she's been able to talk to her husband and say like okay i need you to watch the baby at these times so that i can work on my business and they can you know figure that out as opposed to if it's just like you know if you're treating it like a hobby and it's just something you kind of pick up and put down, then you're going to have a harder time making that time commitment. The other thing is as you create more time, you are more consistent, both for you and for your audience. Consistency is something I talk about a lot, especially at the beginning, because at the beginning, your consistency is really for you. You need to show up consistently for you so that you can you know learn how to make products learn how to make videos learn how to you know do product photography you can put that time in in order to figure out your business you need the consistency so that you can figure things out as you grow a bigger audience you will need that consistency for them but at the beginning you really need that consistency for you so as your audience grows then you'll need to have consistency so they know when to expect you to show up when to send you know when you're going to send emails how often you're going to be on stories like all that kind of stuff but at first the consistency is really for you and if you're not treating it like a business you will not be consistent Number three is business owners focus on the data and they see what works. When you are treating your business like a business, then you are actually looking at the data and saying like, okay, where is my money coming from? What products are selling? How are things converting? Am I posting on Instagram for no reason or is that actually helping? Like what is working? Where is the data? These are things that you probably will not be looking at if you're not treating it like a business because you just won't think to, first of all. And secondly, you won't be spending as much time on it. So business owners usually do reviews of their business at least once a year, but typically quarterly. I suggest the same thing for you each quarter or even each month sit down and say like, okay, what are my top selling products? Where is my, where is my traffic coming from? Look through your statistics, figure all that stuff out so that you will know what's going to make a difference so that you will know where you should be putting your time and effort into because business owners are very big onto making sure they're doing money generating activities and not just spending time on things that don't make any changes. So make sure that you are also doing that and you are looking and seeing what is working and what is not working. And the fourth one is going to be a little bit controversial. And that is that when you treat it like a business, you are more apt to invest in your business. 
So investing in your business could look like buying clip art. It could look like investing time into your business. It could be, you know, buying courses and stuff like that to make you a better business owner. I am all for all of that. I'm part of like a monthly membership where each month I, you know, do like a basically a mini course to learn more about online business. I purchase clip art and I purchase fonts and I have lots of software that I pay for and I have, you know, like a camera and stuff like that that I have because I've invested in my business. The controversial part that I'm going to tell you that most people won't is that you don't want to invest a ton of money if you are not making a lot of money. Please don't come for me. I know that that is going to be something people are going to be like, what? But truly, I did not spend any money until I had the money. I purchased, so I started with a blog and then I added my store a year later. And I purchased my blog with the money I got from cash back apps. So like um, I was using Ibotta. I haven't had good luck with Ibotta recently. I've been loving Fetch Rewards recently. But I got like, I used all of my cash back apps and I got the money. And I think I used Ebates, which is now called Rakuten. Um, I got, and I will link those below if you're like, what are you talking about? So yes. I love, so Fetch Rewards is my favorite because you just scan your receipts and it will give you like points for things that you buy. Um, I bought it kind of the same way. It's like a digital coupon kind of thing. You scan your receipt and it gives you like 20 cents back for different things that you purchased. Um, Ebates or Rakuten is like a, if you shop through their browser, then you get like a certain percent back. Anyway, not important. What is important is that that's how I paid for my website is literally from the money I got from cashback apps. My big goal the first year was to make enough money that the next year I could pay for my website with the money I had made from my website. So when I started my TBT shop, I had no money because I had just paid for my website the second year. And so I um, didn't purchase anything. I just used like free things. But as soon as I started making money, then I started purchasing clip art and I started doing this and that. But the big thing I wanna tell you is that if you are not making money, do not invest a whole bunch of money into your business. Now, if you just have a bunch of money, that's funny because you're teachers. Um, but if you have, you know, extra money that you want to invest, like that's cool. But don't go investing, you know, hundreds and thousands of dollars if your business isn't making you any money because I don't think that's smart. If your business is making you money, then invest. So as my business has made more money, I have invested more in software. I'm looking to invest in some software next year. I did my first year of YouTube filming on my phone because I didn't want to buy a camera because I wasn't making that much money. As I've grown, you know, I've been able to purchase a camera. I've been able to upgrade my lighting. I've been able to purchase different softwares. I've been able to purchase my planners that are like way too expensive, but I love them. Um, and all of those things are things that I pay for with my business money. I did not do all of that when I first started because I didn't have any money. So at first invest your time into your business. And then as you make some money, then invest in other things. For TBG authors, the first thing I would say you should invest in would be your clip art and fonts to make your resources pretty. And then after that, kind of just evaluate like what you think you need to make and what you think is good. I just talked to someone who said they'd like purchased all these different courses and all these different books and things and they were like not making any money. And I was like, don't do that. 
you know, like I have hundreds and hundreds of videos you can watch until you make some money. Um, and then once, as soon as you make some money, then start investing because it is important to invest in your business. But if you are in that, like I've made $7 and that's it, just invest your time until you have some money that you can invest. So there's my spiel. All right. So those are some reasons why you want to treat your business like a business. And we're going to talk about some specifics for how you can actually make that happen. I kind of already did because I talked about like investing in courses and all that kind of stuff. But you know, here we go. Um, so specific tips. Number one is decide when you're going to work and stick to it. So I already kind of talked about this. You need a plan for when you're going to work because I can guarantee you no one's going to be like, oh, here is a free hour of time for you to work on your business. No, no, no. If you do not make the time up front, you will not have the time. If you do not make the time up front for yourself, it will not be there. No one's going to hand you an extra hour. You are probably not going to be like, oh, let me go spend all this time on whatever I'm going to do. Because if you leave it up to yourself, you're going to want to watch Netflix. I love Netflix, but it's not as helpful as your business. So if you can have consistent work hours, that's going to be the best. But if you can't, then sit down each week and say, okay, I'm going to work on Monday for an hour and I'm going to work on Thursday for two hours. Cool. And then next week, well, I don't have a lot of time, but I can work on Saturday for a few hours. Cool. Put it on the list, put it in your planner, put it in your phone, make a plan so that it will actually happen. You have to schedule that time in because again, no one's just going to hand you extra time to work on your business. You have to be intentional about it. Anything in life that is not working, you just need to get intentional about it and come up with a plan and come up with a strategy. I truly believe that. I talk about it a lot in both of my books, but especially the happier teacher life. If you want to have a happier life, you need to be intentional about how that's going to happen. Number two is make a plan for what you're going to do. Do not sit down and start working unless you have a plan. Say it again. Do not sit down and start working if you do not have a plan. The worst thing you can do is sit in front of your computer screen and look at it and be like, all right, what am I going to do? No, 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 no. People ask me all the time, like, oh, how do you come up with all these blog posts? And I'm like, well, your planning brain is different than your creative brain. So I sit down one day and I say, okay, what blog post am I going to write this month? What am I going to, and then I actually schedule it out. So I batch my blog posts. I do like a month at a time. But what I do is that I will sit down and I'll say, okay, I want to make these blog posts. And then I'll say, okay, on Monday, I'm going to write this blog post on Tuesday, I'm going to write this blog post. And I used to do it differently, but I still had that plan out what you're going to do and when you're going to do it. So as you say, okay, I'm going to sit down on these three days this week. What are you going to do during that time? Because if you sit down and you don't know what to do, then you're going to either do something stupid that's not going to help you get towards your goals, or you're going to get frustrated because you don't know what to do. So sit down and plan so that you will know what to do when you get to it. I know every day what I'm gonna do on that day because at the beginning of the week, I sit down and I say, okay, on Monday I'm gonna do this, on Tuesday I do this, on Thursday I do this, on Wednesday, I don't know why I skipped Wednesday, but I literally will write in my planner what I'm gonna do. And if I'm not 100% sure the night before, I will sit down and say like, okay, this is what I'm gonna do tomorrow. 
which is really important because I work on my business before I go to school and it's at like five o'clock in the morning. And at five o'clock in the morning, I do, the last thing I want is to sit down and be like, okay, what am I gonna do? Cause you know what I wanna do? I wanna go back to sleep, but that's not very helpful for hitting my goals. So I have in my planner, this is what I'm gonna do. And then I'm like, okay. So then I just sit down and I have my planner and I'm like, oh, okay, I'm gonna write this blog post or I'm gonna write this email or I'm gonna work on this product. And then I know exactly what to do make life easier, plan ahead. And then the last thing we're gonna talk about is basically what I already, I feel like I already said these things, oh well, um, is to review your business either monthly or quarterly. This is so important. Review both you and what you have done, what you have accomplished, what you've done well, what you haven't done well, and also what is working in your business. So I like to break this down into four different categories. Things I want to continue doing, things I want to adjust, like change, switch it up. Like it's kind of working, but it could be better. Things I want to start doing and things I want to stop doing. And these categories just make it really easy. You can literally just like on a piece of paper, write those four words and then figure out exactly what you want to do. And this is just a way to say, okay, maybe I've been spending too much time on Instagram and I need to stop scrolling on Instagram and start doing something else instead. So reevaluate yourself and what you're doing and how you're working just like you would if you had an employee or if you were someone else's employee, they would evaluate you and say, hey, you're doing this well, you're not doing this well. And the other thing is to review your business. So look through and see, okay, what products are doing well? What products am I making and spending a lot of time on that are not selling? Is there anything I can do for the products that aren't selling to make them sell? What are, you know, if you're doing a blog or a YouTube, like what is doing well and what's not doing well? What kind of posts are people doing? Where is my traffic coming from? Those are all really important to look at either monthly or quarterly. So I like to, I usually evaluate myself monthly and then I evaluate my business with like what's working, what's not working quarterly because I put a little more time into that. And it makes the biggest difference because then you'll know, okay, if this is working, I need to continue that. Or if this is not working, I need to start doing something else or I need to adjust it. And just those four categories make it like really easy to kind of think about <laughs> because it's not like all of these different things. It's just four things. It just makes life so much easier. So if you are looking to make your store better, your online store better, treat it like a business. It's so important to treat it like a business because it'll help you be consistent. It'll help you have more time. It will help other people take you more seriously because if you're not taking yourself seriously, you can't expect anyone else to take you more seriously. It will help you to figure out what's working and invest in your business and do all these things that are going to help so, so, so much. So I hope that made sense. Um, in the comments, I would love for you to leave things you need to either continue, adjust, start, or stop. Um, you can just pick like one that you should do. So let me know in the comments that it's kind of like at school, I'll randomly be talking and I'll be like, if you can hear me touch your nose, because then I can see who's paying attention to me. Um, same kind of thing with this. I tell you at the end to leave something in comments because I want to see who made it all the way to the end. So leave in the comments what you're going to continue, adjust, start, or stop. You can just pick one and then add in anything you would add as to how you take your business seriously or anything else because other people read your comments. I don't know if you know that. Other people read your comments and it helps them as well. So thank you so much for watching. I will see you next time. If you haven't already, make sure you hit the subscribe button because we talk a lot about online business.
here on the YouTube. So thanks so much for watching and I will see you next time. Bye.